0: Like our so-called politicians our rulers. Uh, they're, they're like snakes with earplugs in, but like, they're not listening. No matter what you say, they just keep attacking, spitting their venom. We have, we have all kinds of problems in this country, but politicians they, they don't want to hear it. You know we've got war, we've got people blowing themselves up, killing children, little girls. It's like. Evil, evil people. I mean, who would do that? Uh, I'll tell you what, death, death is too good for them. Someone, someone should get these people, shouldn't they? These terrorists. Just smash their teeth in. Break their teeth in their mouth. That would be... Just be so satisfying, wouldn't it? Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. It's, uh, just, yeah. I, know, I know it's a bit controversial. But, you know, I wish they'd all just vanish, really. Just uh, just melt away into slime, like a slug. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, if, I wish they were never even born in the first place. Sorry. Just Sorry. Don't listen. don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I read a lot of stuff on the internet, and I don't really know what I'm talking about, so I'm just, this had to get off my chest. Anyway, uh, today we're looking at Psalm 58, uh, so if you want to get to your Bibles and look at Psalm 58. And I'm going to read the NIV version. Do you rulers indeed speak justly? Do you judge people with equity? No, in your heart you devise injustice, and your hands mete out violence on the earth. Even from birth the wicked go astray. From the womb they are wayward, spreading lies. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like that of a cobra that has stopped its ears, that will not heed the tune of the charmer, however skillful the enchanter may be. Break the teeth in their mouths, O God, Lord, tear out the fangs of those lions, let them vanish like water that flows away, when they draw the bow, let their arrows fall short. May they be like a slug that melts away as it moves along, like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, whether they be green or dry, the wicked will be swept away The righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, surely the righteous are still rewarded. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. That's Psalm 58. (laughs) So Psalm 58 is one of the few psalms known as imprecatory psalms. That's the word. Imprecatory uh, they're imprecatory psalms because they have imprecations, and the imprecations are curses. So it's a cursing psalm. Uh, and David's actually quite preoccupied with his enemies and, and you know, how he feels about them um, throughout many of the psalms. Um, I mean, and rightly so, as as these photographs show, uh, a lot of people kind of kill him for most of his life. He you has know, a lot of people after him. And um, and, he, and he went to talk to God about how he felt about them. And sometimes, sometimes he had some pretty strong things to say about the people that were trying to do wrong to him. Um, now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I don't have these kinds of thoughts too. Um, but just because these kinds of thoughts are spelt out in the Bible. It doesn't make, us, it make it right for us to be thinking this way. Uh, it doesn't mean I want these images in my head. Um, but they're there, and God knows that. Uh, he knows what we're all really like. You can't hide anything from him. You can hide it from yourself. But he knows when a hair moves on your head. So let's be real. We think some pretty nasty things sometimes. But just like David, we can give these things to God. We can feel free to be real with God. So when, so when you're praying to God, don't just go, oh, Father, Lord Jesus, God, Spirit, Lord Jesus, thank you for this blessed day, blessed upon... Like if you, that's not how you really feel. You, the, the, the imprecatory psalms show that you can also feel just as free to say, God, I'm finding it so hard. I'm actually getting really sick of it. I want it to stop. Find a way to stop these people from doing these things to me. You're powerful enough. I can trust you, right? I'd make it stop. I hate it. I hate what's happening. End it. I'm not saying stand up in the middle of church and pray like that, but but God says, Jesus says, go into your room, shut the door and be honest with your Lord God. You know, he, he, he can take it he's a big boy don't worry about hurting his feelings and he already knows what, what you're thinking um, I mean, and, and he'll forgive you if you don't say it like in a nice way be honest with your father in heaven he knows who you are and he knows what you need and he will give you what you need if you ask and because of this we can hate evil hate it But you can ask God to deal with it in a way that doesn't require you to turn evil in response. Hmm. Uh, And and while I'm on this, I just want to say something quickly like this. It's our job as Christians to stop evil, to to stop people from doing evil evil things. But it's not our job to hate our enemies. It's definitely not our job to to punish our enemies either. Um, David, as well as cursing people in many of the Psalms, um, he also has another theme that he keeps coming back to over and over again. Um, In Psalm 40, he says this, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. And in Psalm 51, he says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So in Psalm 58, um, David says, I'll do all this evil stuff to these evil people. Uh, Torture them, curse them, kill them. And God says, David, remember, mate, you, you did kill a lot of people as well. Um, you also slept with another man's wife, then you lied about that. And then you had him killed. You know, David, have you ever considered you're a pretty evil man yourself? Well, I don't really have a defense for that. You've got me there. And David, if you want me to kill and torture evil people, you're asking me to do the same to you. So as well as this, David says, through the Psalms, okay, well then, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's do it your way, God. Let your will be done. Mm. And if David, King David, as the humility to say, well I don't know what I'm talking about, let your will be done God. Then surely we need to step back and let our mm-hmm. Lord God have a say in how we live our lives. And also, let's be thankful that God's will was not to torture and kill his enemies and all the evil people, myself included, but it was his will to come instead and be tortured and killed himself in the form of a man called Jesus. God absolutely could have punished everyone. He's got But he didn't. He didn't do that. He took on the form of a servant, coming to look like one of us. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, Mm. even death on a cross tortured, killed, disgraced, so that nobody else would deserve to be. Thank you, God, that your will is being done, not mine or King David's or anyone else's. Thank you, Jesus, for dying in the place of evil people like King David. Am I me? Amen. Amen.